Week one action finally happened. The first week of the NFL. There were some amazing games and some games I couldn't even call football. We dive into all these games and more on this week's All About NFL. What is up, guys? Today, we are breaking down week one action. And I think on this week's podcast, there was a lot of upsets. Some teams didn't even feel like they played offense or defense. It was some messy games and some amazing games. We dive into all of these games this week. So let's just dive into week one Thursday night football opener. Chiefs are looking to get a W, but they lose 21-20 to against the Lions. And... This was a disappointing game, let me be honest. I was not expecting Patrick Momus to be this bad. He, he was the leading rusher for 45 yards. Isaiah Pacheco or Clyde Edwards-Hilaire couldn't find their groove the whole game. And the wide receivers cannot catch the ball. Their, their wide receivers just couldn't catch the ball. Kadarius Tony missed three catches. Their wide receivers all missed five. Easy catchable passes. What is happening to the Chiefs? The Chiefs' offense was looking to make a start. All these wide receivers, Rashi, Rashi Rice, Isaiah Pacheco, Sky Moore, Kadarius Tony, Justin Ross, to name a few of the players looking to make a dent in this week. But a lot of those players really fell short of the expectations, especially in the second half. But the first half was still very sloppy for the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes wasn't looking the same either. I Let me say this like right now. like Patrick Mahomes, like, he was good. He was 21-39, 226 yards, two touchdowns, and interception. But, like, normally it kind of shows what Travis Kelsey makes to the field. Normally there's a go-to man, a guy who'll catch the ball 100% of the time, 99% of the time, and there wasn't that guy. And I thought these wide receivers be wanting to catch the balls. Like, they weren't expecting them almost. Nobody in this roster was expecting to be the leader. Nobody stepped up in this game, and that's looking back at them. Being like, who's going to be the leader on the Chiefs' offense? Is it just going to be Travis Kelsey leading our wide receiving core? Because it doesn't really feel like there was any other options. Kadarius Tony missed a bunch of catches. Sky Moore wasn't rocking it. It was just, like, not a great ideal offense. Just catchable passes. No, Tyreek Hill's air is over. I thought last year they had put together some pieces, but really it was just Juju Smith-Schuster last year. They haven't found a guy yet, and the Chiefs have to do something. They can't really, there's not really any wide receivers left they're bringing in. They have to make do with their, what their roster is, but this is a bad sign. If the wide, if the Chiefs wide receivers have been struggling this much, they have to go to basic fundamentals of catching. They need to do simple pass plays. You run five yards, turn around, catch the ball. Run five yards, like, it has to be simple. Like, they can't do complex rounds. Like, it wasn't working them going deep. There was confusion the whole game. The wide receivers felt like they weren't taking the ball. Like, there was, like, no way Patrick Moore was going to throw me the ball in. It's just how it worked. Patrick Moore was really annoyed. But let me be fair, too. Patrick Moore wasn't rocket either. A lot of his passes weren't that accurate. I know she should have had this game. But Patrick Moore wasn't rocket either. The whole team didn't feel like they were in their zone celebrating being Super Bowl champions. They weren't in their zone, and it really showed on the football field. But let's do it. Let's give hands up to the Lions. The Lions really played together a really good football game. Kadarius Tony caught the ball. I was about to catch a ball. Tipped it. Cost a touchdown. Lions score. All the Lions had to do is get in a good p- position, kick a field goal, play good defense. Boom. Game is over. David Montgomery, 21 of 74. 3.5 yards to carry a touchdown. Hard fundamentals football. Aiden Hutchinson was giving them worries all day. The Lions had a good defense. I think the Lions are a team to look out for. I think they won't be like as good as like a Super Bowl championship team, but I think they will make it to the playoffs and find a way from there to keep on improving their game.
But that was the first game, and there's a lot more coming. I kind of went too long on that game, but this game, oh my gosh. The Cleveland Browns beat the Bengals 24-30. Early on in the season, I wasn't sure if Joe Burrow would play this week one game just because he like he had like a calf injury. It wasn't really that bad. It was bad, but he was going to have to make the game, and I think that might have affected him. But no matter what happened in this game, there's no exception. Even if he had like a slight injury, there's no exception for what happened in this game. You lost 24-3 to the Browns. Joe Burrow was 14-31, 82 yards. It wasn't him on the football field. His twin brother might have been like, hey, Joe Burrow, you want to switch out? I think I'm much better being your backup. Something happened there, and I don't know what happened on the football field. All I know is that the Bengals played bad football. I have no clue what happened. I thought it was going to be a blowout on the other side, not a 24-3 Browns win. Confusion. The whole game was a sloppy game. Nick Chubb, the Browns didn't even play that great. They had a solid, they had a pretty good defense. Nick Chubb was 18 of one, uh, 18 carries, 106 yards, 5.9 yards to carry. Deshaun Watson and Rocket either 16 of 29, 140, 154 yards of touchdown interception. Both teams didn't rock it, but one team just played worse. The Bengals, I have no clue what happened. Breakdown. The Bengals just could not play in that game. It worries me. It really does worry me. Bengals need to put something together next week. Joe Burrow needs to get back on track, move on, get the W next week. Now moving on to the Ravens-Texans game. And this game pretty much is what I thought would happen. 25-9, Ravens won it. It was just basic football, and the Ravens didn't need to play that great. The defense was looking really good. CJ Stroud didn't have a bad opener. He was 28 of 14. He was like 28 of 242. Uh, 28 of 44, 242 passing yards. David Pierce, 38. Uh rushing yards like it wasn't even anything that crazy in that game they just couldn't score they couldn't get an end zone they couldn't finish drives not it was just they weren't able to find the rhythm the whole game they have a solid ro- roster Devin Stingletary, Darian Pierce, Robert Woods, decent wide receiver Dalton Schultz but they could not put together something all year Ravens really didn't play that well either. 17 of 22, 169 yards interception by Lamar. Nothing really going on in a ground game. J.K. Dobbins, 8 carries, 22 yards, 2.8 yards, a carry, and a touchdown. It was just not really that insane of a game. Not a lot, really. It wasn't really that action. It wasn't really a lot of action. It was a so-so game, but Ravens won at 25-9. Now we got into a shocker for me is the Buccaneers win it against the Vikings. The Buccaneers put together something. 20-17. Baker Mayfield was looking pretty good. He was 21-34, 173 yards and two touchdowns. Mike Evans and Chris Godwin were the key players. Mike Evans, 6 carries, 66 yards, 11, uh, uh, averaging 11 yards per catch and a touchdown. Then Chris Godwin, 5 catches, 51 yards, 10 yards per catch. The Vikings really could not handle it, really. Kirk Cousins didn't have a, had a decent game. 33 uh, he was 33 of 44, 344 yards and two touchdowns. He also threw a pick, but without Dalvin Cook, I'm really, really, really worried about this one game. Alexander, Alexander Madison was really the only guy that handed off the ball to all day. 11, 34, 30, uh, 3.1 yards per carry. But Justin Jefferson still went for nine catches, 150 yards. Still had a really strong performance. Could not finish the game. The Vikings had a shot. Just couldn't close it out. Buccaneers won it 2017. Really just winning game on their part. Now let's talk about two young players going at it. Falcons against Panthers. This division is wide open right now. I don't think I realized how bad this division is. This division is really not that great. Let's be real. Best team is Buccaneers. I think the Buccaneers, I can't say that. I don't, I'm don't. i worried about the Saints. I'm worried about the Falcons. I'm worried about, about, about the Panthers. I think the Buccaneers are going to take the division. 
they can get a lot of wins against these easier teams. It's just the division doesn't feel like that really that elite. Bryce Young was 20 of 38, 146 yards, a touchdown, and two interceptions. But Bryce Young is not what we expected right off the bat. I thought he would be a little better. 20 of 38, 146 yards, a touchdown, two interceptions. It's not what we thought. The run game kind of didn't really pick up. 18 carries, 72 yards, four yards uh, per rush. Actually, the run game kind of picked up. Chuba Hubbard, nine carries, 60 yards, 6.7 yards per carry. But nothing really that much going on. Falcons didn't need to do much. Desmond Ritter was 15 to 18, only 115 yards in a touchdown. Tyler Argier, 15 carries, 75 um, uh, rushing yards, five, uh, averaging five yards per carry, two touchdowns. They really just had a couple key drives near the end, putting them together. One in the early mid second quarter with B. John Robinson catching the ball and just taking it in. But they have a strong enough roster to do a lot. Kyle Pitts is a really good, talented wide receiver. Drake London is also good. They have a good team that can put together pieces. I think Desmond Ritter can have a solid season. Their offensive line is pretty good too. So they have a lot of key pieces. They just need to put all the pieces together. And then the Commanders Cardinals game. This was just an awful game for both teams. The Cardinals, it was a awful game. It was. Anyway, this is what happened in this game. Commanders didn't do anything. So early on, Cardinals get like a scoop and score to get it, like to get seven points. I mean, Joshua Dubs fumbles the ball like I think two. I think he fumbles the ball like three times. And then it was just like nothing really much. Joshua Dubs is pretty much, let me say, like a free agent who basically, if a team needs him, they'll fly him in. He's almost always a free agent. But if a team needs like a decent pack of quarterback, they'll get him. He's had a really bad NFL career. He's been on like six or seven teams. He's just there for like one season at a time. He's almost like a guy who's good enough to be a backup or a third strain. But he's needed if a team doesn't have a good backup, and that's what the Cardinals had. They brought in him 17 days early, uh, 17 days ago. Brought in him hoping to get the job done, but he was not. 21 and 30, 132 yards. Arizona's in a mess, and they have to play Kyler Murray now. Kyler Murray's their best option to get a couple wins. Their team is not that bad. James Conner, Marquise Brown, Wondell Moore, Trey McBride, Zach Wills, uh, Zach Ertz. They have a solid roster. Use Zach Ertz. Use Marquise Brown. Marquise Brown is a good wide receiver. Use all our components to get some games. Other hand, the Commanders need to use all our components too. Tam Howell, B- Brian Robinson Jr., and Antonio Gibson need to put all the pieces together. Brian Robinson Jr. needs to get their um, more outside runs. I would say he's a good young player. Sam Howell needs to use his targets. Jahan Dawson and Terry McLaurin to really use elevate his game. He needs to use the players that he has to become the best player possible. Just use your targets. Jahan Dotson, Terry McLaurin, solid wide receivers. To do that, they can win games. They're lucky they got this one 2016. Washington just played better football. But the question is, will it be that good this season? I don't think Washington will be this good. I think it'll be 5-12. and 12, But it's just tough. They don't really have the pieces together early on. Now moving on to the Jaguars-Colts game. This one was uh, Anthony... Um, it was Anthony Richardson's debut, debut. It probably was the best of any rookie, I would say. C.J. Stroud had a so-so debut. I think the three key, I mean, uh, I think there's three true rookie starters this year. There might have been four, but I'm pretty sure it was only three. It was Anthony Richardson, Bryce Young, and C.J. Stroud. Uh, Anthony Richardson probably had the best debut. 24-37, 223 yards, one touchdown, and one interception. He got injured near the end, but I don't think it's that bad. I'm not sure yet. I have not researched that, but Anthony Richardson, he he had a solid game. Like it was a decent game. Um, but it's like 
one touchdown, interception, 223 passing yards is decent. He was not the best in the world, but the, the Colts kind of hung in there. The Colts got to a decent start. Colts were up 21-17 going into the fourth quarter. The Jaguars just turned on the Jets and put did basic football. They just passed it to the players they needed. Really just played a great game. Trevor Lawrence was 24-32, 241 yards, two touchdowns, interception. Calvin Ridley, Ridley had a nice game, 101 yards and a touchdown. Uh, and then Travis Etienne put, uh, put on, had a good game too. Uh, 18 carries, 77 yards, 4.3 yards to carry. 31-21, Jaguars looking like a solid team. Get a nice win, opening day against the Colts. The 49ers-Steelers game, two of the best uh, quarterbacks in the 2022 NFL draft class, and let me just say the 49ers had an incredible game. The 49ers have a top-tier defense. I also have them on my fantasy football team as my defense, but it was not a fun day for the Steelers. It was a touchdown second quarter, and that was all the scoring that was, and really all the action from the Steelers. But on the other hand, Brock Purdy, 19-29, 220 yards and two touchdowns. Christian McCaffrey, 22 carries, 152 yards, 6.9 yards per carry and a touchdown. Also have Christian McCaffrey on my fantasy football team. But you know also I have? Kadarius Tony. Need to switch him out. But Christian McCaffrey really going to dominate. He dominated their offensive line. 49ers offensive line is amazing. Giving Christian McCaffrey space to average seven yards a carry with 22 carries, it's, un- it's unreal. Christian McCaffrey, I think, can have an MVP caliber season. I'm just saying that if he's, he's on pace to have like 2,000 yards with these types of numbers, especially with a team like Pittsburgh with a lot of hope, Christian McCaffrey could be really good this year. Kenny Pickett really struggled 31 to 46, 232 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Struggled only seven points, only seven points by the Steelers. The Steelers just wasn't their day just wasn't their day now we went on to the titan saints game that the titan saints game was a it was it was not the best game it was a more of a defensive game let me just say that ryan Tannehill played awful he was 16 to 34 193 yards and three interceptions really not a great game either despite having deandre hopkins and derrick henry on his team three interceptions is really bad for him Derek Hart had a decent debut for the Saints, but it wasn't great football. 16-15 was the final score, Saints winning it. But it was really just not a whole lot going. Derek Hart's 23-33, 305 yards, a touchdown interception. The Saints did play better football, but not that much better. It was a hard-fought game with a lot of field goals. It was the Titans. It was the Titans losing it 15-16 against the Saints. Um, but... The next game we have is the Raiders-Broncos game. The Raiders-Broncos game was a decent game. Jimmy Butler looking pretty solid. They got Josh Jacobs on deal, but there wasn't really a whole lot of run game or a lot of anything really going for the Raiders. Just good enough to win, I would say. Jimmy Garoppolo was 20 of 26, 200 yards, two touchdowns, interception. Josh Jacobs was 19 carries, 48 yards, 2.5 yards per carry. And, yeah, that was really it for Raiders. But on Broncos, Russell Wilson was 27-34, 177 yards, two touchdowns, 13 carries, averaging four yards per carry, was by Giovante Williams. Broncos have the pieces to put together. They have Cortland Sutton, and that's really... They have Jerry Judy, but Jerry Judy did not play. They have the pieces to put together. They just need to put all of them in elevate. Now, moving on to the Eagles-Patriots game. This one wasn't a great game for the Eagles, but the Eagles' defense really was really good. The Eagles had a nice defense. Mac Jones did not play well. 
He threw an interception, but it was a crucial interception by Mac Jones. Eagles won at 25-20. It wasn't that type of game you like to see out of them. Patriots still, Patriots did lose 20-25, but it was 16-0. Then Patriots got up 16-14.5. Eagles kicked a field goal, got a slight lead, but they were able to pound it together. Jalen Hurts didn't rock it, 22-3, yards and touchdown. Patriots didn't rock it either. They did play better football, 35 of uh, 54, 316 yards and three touchdowns by Mac Jones. They have the pieces to put together. Just keep on saying them. Put the pieces together and you will be good. They did not, and that's why they lost. The Rams, w- this was a surprising game for me. I thought it would be the opposite. Seahawks winning 30-13. But the Rams had wide receivers who stepped up and played. Matthew Stafford was 24-38 um, and 334 passing yards. But some no-name players stepped up and played. Puka Nakua. And Tutu Atwell both had 119 receiving yards. Players stepping up, and they delivered. I did not know what was going to happen because there was no Cooper Cup, but no problem. They dominated. 30-13, to Geno Smith couldn't find his rhythm the whole day. 16-26, of 26, 112 yards and a touchdown. It was the Rams winning it, 30-13. to 13. Now we have the Dolphins Chargers game. Wow, what a game by Tua Tagovailoa! Something about Tua Tagovailoa and Tyreek Hill. It feels like the whole game was Tyreek Hill just sprinting across the field, catching dimes. It was really a offensive game the whole game. But Tua Tagovailoa is 28 of 45, 466 passing yards, and three touchdowns and interception. But Tyreek Hill and him have a connection. They were running all day, and he had 11. Tyreek Hill had 11 receptions for 115 yards, 9.19.5 yards per catch, and two touchdowns. It was they were just rolling it. They had some great games. On the other hand, the Chargers had not a whole lot of passing game. They had a whole lot of running game. Austin Eckler had 117 rushing yards. Joshua Kelly had 91 yards. It was the Chargers with a strong run game, but not a strong offense. Dolphins winning 36-34. Dolphins looking like a great team this season. Now moving on to the Dolph, the Packers-Bears game. This one was a shock. Who would have thought that the Packers would go in there and win 38-20 on the road and just win? They were up 10-3 at half, and then boom, 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 boom. Tons of touchdowns and tons of offense. The Packers delivered. Jordan Love, 15 of 27, 245 yards and three touchdowns. Really nice performance by him. Romeo Dobbs with two touchdowns, too. And on the other hand, the Bears, Justin Fields struggled. They had hope. Not good enough. I'm worried about the Bears. 24-37, 216 yards, a touchdown interception. Bears looking like a 6-11 season. I thought they had hope. People hyped me up, but now I'm starting to doubt them. Now we're coming to the best games of the week. The two best games of the week. The Cowboys and the Giants game. The Cowboys won it 40-0. And the Cowboys offense really did nothing. It was the defense. The Giants, the Cowboys-Giants game, the defense was amazing. The Giants go out there, kick a field goal, blocked, running in for a touchdown. Daniel Jones throws two interceptions. Boom. Gets Cowboys in great field position. Then one of his wide receivers fumbles the ball, and it's, I think it was like a scoop and score. So then their offense, defense got like 14 points. Then the Cowboys, their offense doesn't need to do much. It was Tony Pollard and some other running back. Dak Prescott just did simple play, football, 
He was 13 and 24, 143 yards, and Tony Pollard was 14 carries, 70 yards, and two touchdowns. Nothing much to it. Cowboys just played better football. It was in the Giants' head. 16-0, the Giants were like, we're done. We're losing. And they got in their head the whole game, and they could never put anything together. The Cowboys do that. The Cowboys can be the type of team. The Cowboys could be in a Super Bowl, or they could lose the wild card game. They have a good enough defense to win a Super Bowl. They have a good enough offense to win a Super Bowl, but they do not put the pieces together. They keep it up like this. They can win games, make it to playoffs. But what happens is the defense plays well, the offense can't score. They, they keep a good defense, a solid offense, not making big plays, doing basic football. The Cowboys will have a great season. The final game of the week, a shocking game. The hyped up game. Tickets are like 250 bucks for like a high up seat. Zero walks out, Aaron Rodgers, everybody's going out. The stadium was packed. Everybody was so excited. Aaron Rodgers, the fourth play. Aaron Rodgers gets ready back. Boom. Sacked. Oh, he's fine. No. He's injured. He's out for the rest of the season. Aaron Rodgers is out for the rest of the season. The Jets are in trouble, but there is hope. Jets won 22-16. Aaron Rodgers is injured for the rest of the season. Jets have to find a way to win with Zach Wilson, but they can. This is why. They were able to win 22-16. Josh Allen I don't know what happened. He had some type of breakdown. He was playing solid. Then suddenly, he threw three interceptions all to the same guy. He must have became colorblind suddenly because he threw them all to the same guy. Probably thought it was his teammate. It was a bad game. Three interceptions by Josh Allen. Jets almost had a shot to get a touchdown. They scored a field goal, tied it up 16-16, goes into overtime. Okay, Jets are, uh, the Bills are like, oh, we're just going to punt the ball up. The Jets will probably just get a three and out. No. Player catches the ball. Weaves through players. Runs it in for the touchdown. The Jets win. The crowd goes wild. And it's not a disappointing game. At first, I was like, I feel bad for those guys winning, going to that game, spending 250 bucks. But no, it was fine. They, the Jets really put on a show. The Jets won it. And Zach Wilson has a lot of work to do. He's only 14 to 21, 140 yards. Touchdown interception. Brees Hall, Dalvin Cook. They're going to have some, some type of combo this season. But what a week of football. Let me just say that. But that is it, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye.